episode 127 holy shit balls that's right the kids in america woohoo is that that's how you do that is that, is that from i know what that's from what's that from is it this uh it's the song for the it's kids in america okay Whoa. okay there you go there uh-huh. you go taking me back <laughs> i don't actually know who did the original song <laughs> You know, there's a pretty good Bloodhound Gang cover of it. Way to remember the really good version, Jason. Oh, yeah. Fucking Bloodhound Gang. Of course. They fucking kill me, man. It was the, the first time somebody uh, played that song for me, why the lap dances are always better when the stripper is crying. I'm just like, I'm, I'm fucking dying. Like, I'm just uh-huh. fucking dying. And, uh, I don't, and of course, I wonder if of course it was doesn't. a gal. I wonder if I wonder if anybody does music like that anymore. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. If they do, we're not hearing about it. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. That's one hundred percent true. This like dark and ridiculous and almost like satirical music. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, shit. Classic. Yeah, a girl. A girl played that one for me. I fell in love immediately. Um, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jason, you're still showing me up not drinking over there. Um, are you drinking anything fun that you're not drinking? Nah, I'm still finishing off the same uh, seltzer water things I had before. So I got to get some new flavors. Got to get well, the flavor town. I don't have any beers either. So I just got the Maker's Mark and the Screwball. Um, oh, perfect. One's the Chaser. I don't know which one. Probably the Screwball. Probably the Screwball. <laughs> I would only hope so. <laughs> so, but maybe I'll have some beer um, in, in a couple weeks here. Who knows? Oh, we, go. We've we've gotten to like a habit of kind of going to the grocery store like legitimately only every couple weeks, um, and you never know when we're gonna run over to the brewery and, and, and get something. We actually oh, went to a go. pizza place uh, th- this last week called Peel, and they have their own brews there. Uh, but I oh. left my growler at home. We were going to go somewhere else, and then on the way there, my wife's like, I'm actually really craving pizza. Um, and I was like, well, there oh, you go. let's go to Peel. Fuck it. And the only thing I was, I was thinking, God damn it, I got two growlers from Peel sitting on my banister in the basement. Anyway. Um, so, sorry, folks. No, no tasty treats tonight, except for these lovely news articles that we have lined up for you. Um, Jason's got some great ones. Um, Lovely. Including, including one about art. There's art? Are you <laughs> well, sure? It's the statue Statue of Kobe Bryant and daughter placed at crash site on anniversary. Um, oh, yeah. Classic. Um, there you go. I was reading the notes from the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so, always best when you're doing two separate episodes at the same time. Uh Oh, Jason's on it. next week, and I'm on this week. I was on um, next week. That's okay. I, so, I, 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 at one time, I did actually read these. That's the sick <laughs> thing about it, right? Oh, my God. Hey, it happens. So, basically, uh, we're coming up. We, we just passed the two-year anniversary of, of the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, um, who because they were desperately trying to avoid uh, L.A. traffic in a helicopter. Do with that yes. what you will. Just take that. Do with it what you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now mm-hmm. some artiste has made a four-foot-tall statue 
of uh, Kobe and his daughter, and they're both in, like, jerseys and hold the basketballs and shit, and he took it out to the crash site, and he put it there. And what he's working on, a life-size one that he's going to put downtown. And uh, I think my favorite quote, Jason, I don't, I don't know if, if you enjoyed this quote or not, but my favorite quote was... Um, <laughs> All right, wait, I got two of them. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um, first, uh, Medina, the art, artiste, is definitely a Kobe fan, even though he's not really yeah. into basketball, to which I went, what did Kobe do that wasn't involved basketball? To which he says, I think he was bigger than the sport itself. He was an intellect. He was an amazing father. He was an inspiration to many. Does anyone remember, like, the adultery stuff in, like, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm pretty sure one or two of those statements are true and probably not for good reasons either. So <laughs> He was an inspiration to many a cheating man. Um, yes. Like, what the fuck? He was an intellect? No. Fuck you. He was good at playing basketball. I'm sorry he died. Well, he was really good at playing basketball. Wait, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. He may be an intellect because I'm pretty sure he got out of getting completely screwed from cheating on his wife so hey at the very least a clever man um but like uh just the, the things people fucking say right like you're like well did he have like a genius level iq and they're like no but he could really dribble a ball and you're like good like when, when people provide the compliments to individuals like sports players it just stick to what they're good at like I don't know. He has like some of the most triple doubles in the history of basketball. Um, you know, and in, in one game, I think he scored 50 points by himself. Like, is that not enough? Instead of saying he was an intellect and an inspiration to all. I'm like, I just, I, I guess my, my bigger question is exactly what kind of healing process do you get from going to the site of a tragic accident and viewing a statue of one of the of two of the passengers and not the pilot and not the other people who were on there and died right yeah right. No, no doubt um yeah i mean but you know what you know what though see this this is the thing though you gotta be you gotta take it with the, the proper perspective because this is the same kind of bullshit fucking crap with like kurt cobain's gay grave and shit like that right sure i guess so yeah but I don't know, man. At least Kurt Cobain. At least it's music. Then, like, I, I don't think like tomorrow anyone's mm -hmm. gonna wake up and be like, you know what, man? I think I'm gonna watch that Lakers game from like 2008 when Kobe had that really great game. Because, like, man, you know, you that say just that really inspired me. Like, you, you know, you say that, but you know, some motherfucker is gonna wake up and do that though. May maybe, but like, how many people are still <laughs> listening to Nirvana regularly? versus i don't know it just watching seems, kobe highlights i think i'm gonna go with there's a lot more nirvana listeners but still i i think you're right like that in and of itself is ridiculous this is more fucking ridiculous than that um again this was a man trying to avoid traffic so he got a helicopter <laughs> and then he wrecked like and i'm sorry he's it's horrible that he's dead but like some part of you has to go yeah kind of had that coming 
helicopters sometimes <laughs> fucking wreck. Like, right? Like, the odds of you going down in the helicopter have to be higher than the odds of you going down, like, Ooh. the freeway, right? Like, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know on. about that. You, know, if, you if, spend if, a lot I'm, more time driving than flying in a helicopter. Uh, Kobe didn't, I think. Um, well, I just, I, I guess the, I guess the curious thing is, like, <laughs> how you how, how does your day start where it ends with you dying in a helicopter because you were trying to avoid traffic i mean that that's like probably the biggest thing right you have that's it's not a not a real life situation yeah. it you know, shouldn't it's like, be unless you're uber wealthy uh, right man that, that traffic is really bad so i'm not going to sit in traffic i'm going to drive to an airfield and book passage on a helicopter to fly to another airfield and then rent a car and go wherever I was going to go that was going to be too long waiting in traffic in a car that I probably wasn't driving myself to begin with, so I don't really have any stress about being in the car. Yeah, true. I just... It, the, the, the more you, like, really look at it and, like, there obviously was something going on. I mean, like, it just, it's so fucking insane that you yeah. somehow choose to not sit in traffic, but quite literally go someplace else to, I mean, you can't just, I don't know. I, maybe. You I may, I may not know. We're not that I well, mean, like, there's, there's, there's helipads in, what, hospitals and on top of some buildings and at airfields. Yeah. Right? So, so maybe. Your, your choices, of, it's, it's not like it was going to hover over the fucking tower records and they were going to fast rope down to the fucking sidewalk, okay? Right, right. Right, so, it, it look, let, let me just take all the things that I just said back because oh apparently um, in 2019 and 2020, uh, helicopter fatalities are up like over 50%, 54%, okay? So they're going up. Things look bad. But even then, really, the rate, yeah. Who yeah. fuck it? How many fucking I, people are whatever? I don't, I don't, I don't know it. either. But there were more than 120 helicopter accidents uh, that involved fatalities in I think uh, 2020. I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to see the statistics on how many of those people were already dying as they were being medically transported on helicopters. Well, but that's okay. That could be. That could be. <laughs> but um, to to put this into perspective. So that's 120, and don't ask me how they're getting to these fucking numbers. I don't know how true this is. But um, the death index for a plane is um, four times higher than a helicopter's uh, at yeah, 271 for, for private planes, for private planes versus yeah, private helicopters. Makes sense. There's a lot and more then, private, hel- private planes. Yeah. Well, exactly, and, and that's going to make this all make sense too because the index for a car or SUV is 453 double of the private planes. But again, yes. I think it's because there's so many more of those, right? And you drive more often. I, I just can't help but go, what what ways do I die in a car? Like my brakes go out or somebody sideswipes me or I, or I fall asleep or some shit. What ways do yeah. I die in a helicopter? Um, it comes you fly through clouds. Yeah, like you, like you fly so through many... clouds and then <laughs> crash. <laughs> right. Um, it's... There's so many more options. Like, if I run out of gas in my car, I go, I'm a fucking idiot, and I coast to a stop. In the helicopter, I die in a blaze of glory. Um, like, so, <laughs> anyway. But, no, obviously, it's horrible what happened to him. Uh, but I think it's just as ridiculous to put up this 
this monument in the middle of what nowhere potentially I, um, I think I think the only way the universe completes this karmic circle is a fucking helicopter crashes into the life-size <laughs> monument when it goes up you know what I'm saying or or maybe a small like a like a radio controlled <laughs> helicopter crashes into it and breaks it you know oh shit no oh, fuck that's great well, yeah, and I love the quote that you had earlier, right? That uh, the guy hopes that a bit of the healing process for the fans from this, today was special, I witnessed a lot of that. People would come up and they would leave with some sort of satisfaction, presumably from seeing his fucking sculpture. Um, yeah, I just want to know, I want to know how sad. you know that. <laughs> I don't I, like, know either. But were, they, were they all like sad face and then they, they came back and they had that grin of satisfaction and some right. of them like, you know, clawing at their pants because they came in them. I mean, like, what kind of fucking insane person well, says or, this shit? Or was it, like, Kobe's wife and she was like, I really appreciate this and, like, it means something. But I have this feeling that it was not that. I, th- right? I think if Kobe's wife ever got near this guy, the fucking guy would be tased or tackled by Probably. bodyguards. Probably. Anyway. Artists, what a lunatic. Right? I mean, I guess it's a nice gesture to sculpt. Um, I, but Yeah, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Um, obviously, sports stars are heroes to all of us. Let's never forget. Except during you know, 9-11 when it's the police and the firefighters. And then during COVID when it's nurses and teachers. Um, but don't do any yeah. monuments to those well, people. No, 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 no. You can't be like this. First, first, first responders and first uh, uh, frontline leaders. There we go. Frontline leaders That's and right. first responders. I'm sorry. And that's their job, right? They're just doing their job. They're getting a paycheck. It's not like Kobe was paid to play ball or anything. No, he was not. He was he was helping the world by (laughs) trying to cheat traffic. It was all about inspiring people. Um, Anyway, it uh, it just it constantly baffles me. Um, And and I don't know. And maybe this is because. You know, I think our generation, so I have students write about this periodically where they're like, who's the number one NBA player of all time? And like for our generation, that's very clear. It's Michael Jordan. And it's still Jordan. Exactly. We don't have a debate about it. We all look at each other and go that his name is Jordan. You can look him up if you've never heard of him. But kids today are like, I don't know. I think maybe Kobe Bryant's in the running. And then um, what's the other fucker uh, they want to put up there? Um, James, LeBron, LeBron James. James. Yeah. And then there's one other that they want to throw up there. And I'm like, you guys, really? The, um, problem, the problem with LeBron James is he's like a freak of nature. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Part, of, that's part of my issue. He has way too many advantages over the average player. Yeah. Jordan wasn't, he wasn't physically a freak. He wasn't super really wasn't. tall, crazy fit. Yeah. He had finesse and style, yeah. right? And he was a, um, he was a hell of a competitor. That was his that was his key. Is that well, right. he would fucking go insanely hard every fucking time. He didn't. It didn't even matter who you were. Yeah, you were just you were just a you were a thing to get him fired up about it. Now, the thing that I never liked about Kobe Bryant is he was a bitch because he made it his whole thing to. Is basically he made this spiel in his basketball career. He's like, I'm gonna prove I'm better than Jordan. So it's like he picked jersey numbers. He was 24 because it's one better than 23, and all this fucking crap. And it's like, wow, you yeah. are a fucking loser. You are a bitch loser, fucking yeah. piece of shit. Can you seriously? That's that's your fucking motivation. And I don't what think he ever got asshole. close, right? Like I don't think he's I, in the same knows? ballpark I mean, as Jordan. 
I, I don't know if he's got I'm as many wrong. rings. And you know, the funny thing about it is like he even I think he even played for Phil Jackson, which like if he was really serious about it, wouldn't he have like tried to get Phil Jackson fired because he sucks or something? I mean, just I don't know. Kobe Bryant, and then the infidelity thing. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, it was like, oh, what is what was his other thing? He's the Black Mamba and all this other fucking crap. He sounds like such a yeah. to use a parlance of the kids today. Try hard bitch. Kobe <laughs> yeah. Bryant, try yeah. hard bitch, who was such a piece of shit, died in a fucking helicopter wreck trying to avoid traffic like a bitch. Unfortunately, he took his kid with him, which means he's even more of a fucking piece of shit bitch. So Kobe Bryant, piece of shit, absolute piece of shit bitch. Fuck him. And, and kids Burn out in there, hell. Just Burn in, in case, hell, you, motherfucker. You, if you grew up watching him and be like, go Lakers, all right? Just to throw this out there. Kobe Bryant has more career points than Michael Jordan, but that's all. Jordan has play more longer? scoring. I think he played longer. Then, uh, then fuck it. The top and more points doesn't matter. Exactly. That's my point, right? Jordan averaged, uh, what is it, 30.1 points per game that he played in. Yeah. Uh, five more points than Bryant. Like, so who's better? Yeah. It's pretty clear Michael Jordan yeah, suck my is ass, Bryant. better than Kobe you, Bryant. And the, the um, stupidest thing about him trying to do that is the game had changed by the time he no, came it, into his own. So it doesn't even fucking matter. It's not the same players out on the court. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, totally. Anyway, so it's, what a bitch. it's hard for me. It's hard for me to be like, um, obviously it's a tragedy, but again, I wasn't broken up for, about his, it. for his daughter. His, it's a yeah. tragedy for his daughter. Fuck this but guy. Or for the other people. I'm pretty sure there was just a couple of oh, the yeah, daughter's that's, friends that's right. like going to a game together that's in right. there and they didn't fucking make it, but there's no fucking yeah, statue where's, where's for them. Where's their statues and the pilot too? Yeah. So anyway. Fucking um, suckers. Yeah. You know, this is what you get for having your own <laughs> private helicopter. Um, I th- I think I think I can sum it up by saying fuck all in California too. I oh god yes please go away California. It if it could just like fall off into the ocean, wouldn't that just make your day? I the only reason why I don't want the earthquakes to happen is because I want the the fucking fires to burn everything, <laughs> incinerate all of it, <laughs> lay waste, scorched it, earth. There's nothing left. Yeah, and once the landscape's destroyed, then I want all the liberals in California to move to Texas so no, we can no, make it blue. Sh- you know what Come they on. should do? You know what they should do? They should live out their live out their uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, Post-apocalyptic live, dreams. Live live your live your life, or be be that be the person that you are, whatever shit, and plant some fucking trees to replace everything. <laughs> Break up the concrete uh. with your fucking hands and make it a make it a paradise of nature. Right. Oh, wait, you don't want to do that? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck them all. But speaking of Texas. <sighs> yeah, okay. I hear you can so, buy a kid real cheap down there. I think I think the important thing to remember is that you really can buy anything at a Walmart, <laughs> including children. <laughs> That's the top of this headline. This fucking Why crazy. wouldn't you go to Walmart to buy a kid? Of course. Arrested this. for allegedly attempting to buy a child for half a million dollars at a Walmart. It, and she lowballed I, I mean, the first time. Quarter of <sighs> milk. For the first offer. It, it's not even a fake. It's not even a fake headline. I mean, our it's, fake... It's, it's totally... It's, word for a word, Texas authorities said a woman was reportedly arrested for allegedly attempting to buy a child for $500,000 at a Walmart in Crockett. Yeah. Quite... And, a, she she appro- approaches a woman at the self-checkout and is like, is that your kid? I love his blonde hair and blue eyes. I've always wanted one just like that. How much for it? I I got a quarter of a mil in the car right now. Would you take that? Can you fucking imagine? Like, I can't tell if this woman is some, like, crazy rich psycho or just crazy. 
Um, because because did she she's out on bail now. Um, so does she legitimately have a quarter of a million in the car? Like, or is she just some lunatic? I don't know, and I want to know. I really want to know. <laughs> well, the other thing is, and this is, this is this is one of those beautiful things about the law. So this is apparently, uh, let's see, charged with sale or purchase of a child, which is a third degree felony. So now we know <laughs> it's it's only a third degree felony. Yeah. Well, what, Jason, what's selling crack cocaine? Did we forget? Uh, probably probably more than that. But this this could land her two to ten years in jail and a ten thousand dollar fine. Um, but here's the thing, right? Like, at, at some point, they had to put that law in the books. <laughs> <laughs> at some point. That happened. <laughs> yeah, someone either tried to sell their child or bought tried to buy a child. Um, and so they're like, "No, man, we gotta, we gotta make this. There's, there's gotta put a law. Put You're not allowed law. to do that. We gotta yeah. write. The, let's write that yeah. one into the code. Where do you think that one should go? Well, um, where we put Some the crack cocaine stuff? Was the crack cocaine a uh, second degree? Let's make it third degree. Let's just step it down a little bit. So this isn't quite as bad. God damn. <laughs> who, who decides this shit? I, I don't know. I just... I can't even... And and then can you imagine me this one? Like, you're, you're self-checking out. You've got two kids with it. Because she's got, like, a newborn. And was it a one-year-old or something with her? The woman's mm-hmm. just trying to check out at Walmart and go fucking home. And this lady is hassling her. And the lady's name is what? Taylor? Mm-hmm. Last name's Taylor. Let's see if we can get the full fucking name here for y'all. Uh... Psh- Yes, Rebecca Lynette Taylor, uh, 49, <sighs> approaches the kid. How much can I purchase him for? <laughs> I mean, he, He's per- the perfect fit. I've been wanting to buy a baby for a long time now, she says. And then she accosts oh, the woman in, in the parking lot, right? It, it, okay. Accosts yeah. her in the parking lot so she can't leave. And keeps, like, trying to offer... Like, she keeps one-upping her offer to try to get it. And that's how she gets arrested. <laughs> oh, you can't make this shit up, man. This is this is fucking American gold, dude, right here. <laughs> I like the fact that she gets irate that a quarter of a mil wasn't enough because she was going to give her half a million. Yeah, and, and so the mom's like, I wouldn't sell him for anything, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this gal looks fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the kid she's trying to buy too? Holy shit! I hope they don't have a picture of the kid. That's fucked I, up. I hope they don't too. I hope they don't too. Yeah, I don't know, man. What do you What do you think is what? What I mean, drugs, right? It's gotta be drugs. I mean, it could be, or she might just be fucking crazy. Like, I mean, it's totally possible that this this broad just fucking nuts. Like, I don't know. Yet, yet again, yet again, just just like Kobe. I mean, there's there's a whole reason that you end up there, right? Like you you, you don't just wake up in the morning. You're like, I'm gonna buy a kid. Like, like I gotta I gotta go down to Walmart. I gotta get some gotta get some breakfast sausages and uh, pick up a kid. <laughs> right. I've always gotta, wanted I'm one. Purchase you know? a human. Gotta purchase a human. It, yeah, it's just. It's just ridiculous. And again, the audacity of it. It, it, looks, it. If you look at her picture, like, she looks crazy. She looks like yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, there's... Yeah. Oof. Like, I want to tell this woman, like, if you want to have a kid, first you probably need to, like, find a mate 
or get some sperm donated or something, and then you gotta like carry the kid, or if you want to, you can adopt. But there's a lot of paperwork there too, um, so you you don't just approach someone at the Walmart randomly. Um, maybe that's maybe that's the end around, right? I don't feel like doing paperwork, so. Well, I'm just starting to think, Jason, that I've been doing it everything wrong. Like, you know, in in high school, I should have just walked up to people, like making out, tapped them on the shoulder, and been like, "I'm looking for a girlfriend. Uh, how much for this one?" Like, I didn't yeah. know that that was 40 an option. Bucks. Yeah, Forty I, bucks. I, I, I know I go as high as fifty, maybe. Oh, well, um, there you, you know, go. I mean, I, I don't know what what's what's the market, what's the going rate for this kind of thing. I'm not sure. Um, I'm a low ball at fifty. See where we go. Counter offer, <laughs> and then wait for the guy to be like fifty will do. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's not going to be third degree for purchase or sale of a child. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be prostitution. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I get slapped right by the. I mean. Not by the guy, but <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Um, but oh, this this ludicrous. And again, yeah, Walmart. Of all places, fucking Walmart. Um, you can, I just <laughs> is it like you then you reapproach her in the in the oh, parking lot? Oh, God damn. Like it didn't go over on camera inside the store in front of everyone. So you're like, I'll just try again out there. <laughs> like, I'll go with my offer. I'll get really <laughs> irate and screaming about it. Too. Yeah, I just. And, like, block her from leaving so the cops can show up and arrest you. Like, because, you know, everybody's got a cell phone. The, the second that that yeah. lady came to her in, in the parking lot, she's, like, buckling the kids in, locks the door, g- gets in the car, and she's calling the cops. Like, she's on the phone I would hope with the so. fucking cops, explaining to the cops what we're laughing at right now. Yes, there's some yeah. crazy blonde bitch trying to buy my kid. Yes, at Walmart. Yes, I'm in Crockett, Texas. Please send someone to. Like... Yeah, this is your next uh, Netflix special, by the way. I think, folks. I was gonna say it definitely. <laughs> you like Joey, making Joey, murder? Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic gets out of jail and starts uh, child farming. He's like, well, it's just you know, got free range a... kids here. We, we no more cages. <laughs> just free range kids. There's a lot of kids out there that need homes, and so I there put them go. in this fenced area and I feed them. Uh, Raw meat, once a day. At the, at, at the same time, that's going to make his music videos real awkward, though. Real awkward. <laughs> and can you imagine those kids, like, growling at him and, and <laughs> slashing at him and biting him? It's going to be weird. Oh, that's definitely season three. <laughs> when he's like, open your mouth. Let's see. I'm just going to put my head in there. <laughs> that's not going to look great. It's going to be awkward. Um, Back to prison. Um, But... <laughs> Anyway, this fucking bitch, again, so this is the way your justice system works. She tries to, you know, basically, like, kidnap a child, like, purchase a child at Walmart. They throw her in jail. They set her bond at 10 grand, which means what? What do you need, like, 10% of that? Is that what you need? I think it's, I think it's 10 or... I think it's 10%. So $100 gets her out, folks. Yep. That's how that works. That's how the math works on that. Versus, again, imagine if I went away for dealing crack cocaine and all I had was five grams, Jason. Mandatory minimum sentence, five years. There you go. That means I don't get out on bond at all. Uh, Correct. And, of course, they're pushing that that law through. We talked about this last time. They're pushing that law through, and hopefully that's going to go away. But our point is still valid. It seems like this should be a little bit more of a big deal. It feels. It feels. It. it feels like it should be 
feels like it. Like if I'm consuming drugs, it's me doing it. I'm deciding to do drugs. It's me. I shouldn't do it. They're bad for me. But I'm doing it to myself. I'm not uh, trying to buy a one-year-old. Yes. That is quite a bit different. Um, And Jet, this one, she's out. She's walking the streets tonight, folks, trying to buy blonde hair, blue-eyed children. Because she's always wanted one just like that. Yeah, that's... I mean, like, it's all rather Nazi? creepy, but but the <laughs> fact that, you know, she wanted a little Aryan child is I just... <sighs> I've always really liked the Aryan race ideas, and uh, I'm nervous that if I try to pop one out, he might not come out like that. Yeah, just buy, buy a starter kit. It's fine. Fuck me. Yeesh. Anyway, um, Texas sounds fun. We should visit again soon. I... I... <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I mean, who knows? We go to all the Walmart parking lots and see what the fuck you can buy. Hey, Rogan moved there for a reason, right? I'm sure it wasn't taxes. Um, so, Yowzes. But what I do know for certain is we should stay the fuck out of Baltimore. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So continuing the theme of the kids, and this one's actually super sad. Even is, worse. Uh, you thought the last <laughs> yes. sad. Like, yes. You, you can't go wrong with the headline that says a homicide leading cause of unexpected death for Baltimore children. Um, the expected death, though, way different. I mean, so this, this is the I, I sometimes I wonder people writing English language if they understand how the English language works, because this sounds batshit insane. Um, it does. But you, you got to imagine I, I, this I, is some statistic that like they're using as a municipality to like lay stuff out, right? It's gotta be like, right. they're and, like, and I, well, and normal I get... deaths, like you get sick from, you know, yeah. an illness and yeah. you die. And, um... and, and I get homicide is different than premeditated murder. So I guess in, yeah. in one respect, homicide is not expected. Um, yeah, but it just feels awfully fucking tone deaf. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it makes a great headline. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Uh, and of course, you know, is, is the wonderful things you dig into when you get this is, weirdly enough, it was either infants or toddlers or 16 to 17 year olds who were involved in the justice system struggling at school. Yeah, so, so it seems like in the middle there, you're fine. Like if you're 10, yeah. you're golden. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you become a teenager, you're it's real dangerous. And those yes. first couple years are, are apparently really rough. Um and then, oh man, the numbers here are just fucking horrible. Oh, it's pretty fucking like, sick, man. It's just, and then it's was, like the 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 other thing is like, and I guess I mean the breakdown is clear is 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 pretty. I mean, just, just it's not hilarious. It's it's creepy as shit. But yeah, like, it's the other thing is is like, you know, because we have the parents and charge parents and guarded children who had died under circumstances found to be dealing with a number of issues, including substance abuse, mental health disorders, their own past abuse, poverty, domestic violence living in violent areas so i mean there's a lot of correlations i guess there um, are. a lot of poverty um it's sad right um and then like the, as they go through the numbers it's like 208 deaths over the last four years of, of kids 17 or younger and like only seven of them are suicides like the vast majority yep. of them are some sort of horrible accident or fires murder. motor vehicle crashes drownings and accidental firearms discharge yeah i mean fuck 
69 yeah. deaths were sleep related suffocations, which is totally fucked. Yeah, that stuff's horrible. And, and you know, that happens. SIDS happens. So, a, a, about, what is it? About a quarter of them were stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then about a quarter of them were being killed by someone outside of their family. Um, yep. And then an eighth of them were killed by a parent or guardian. Yeah, like, which is and, totally and, fucked. And those kids were all under seven. So, like, apparently in Baltimore, people be murdered. <sighs> kids like, i guess so um and of course the the sad the real another really sad part about it is, is not only are these mostly children of poverty but 90 percent of them are are um what uh, also um children of color yep. so minorities um of, of some kind um and again you know you, these are vulnerable individuals growing up in poverty right um and, and no one seems to have any good answers for how to help this because what they they asked the mayor here, Brandon Scott, um, uh, Democrat Democratic mayor, you know what to do. And obviously he's like it's horrible that so many young people are dying to violence and neglect. Um, but you know there's there's not an obvious and easy answer to this, right? Um, he says we cannot lift our black and brown communities out of poverty and overcome systemic disinvestment without specifically prioritizing the safety of our youth, which is just mouth noises, right? Like, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't, he doesn't give you anything to do except to say we should care about kids, and you're like, yes. Pretty sure that's, like, the, the bare minimum to Obviously. not be a uh, sociopath right, monster. Right. Like, kids are the future, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So, so but this, I don't have the, any answers. I mean, what are the answers? Yeah. Like, don't well, have poverty. I'll, You're like, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you this one. So I I lived in Chicago for a year, and living there for a year was enough to make me realize that I would never ever want to raise children raise in a metropolitan yeah. area. Oh yeah. And th- this is this is probably the thing that you know, uh, systemic disinvestment, all this other shit. No, the, the the real problem is is we need to get people out of cities when they have children mm-hmm. any which way we can. I think you know, yeah. the city is not a place for kids. Amen. It's not a place to raise them. Um, no, I don't right. know how to solve that problem. Um, but like, right, it it seems pretty fucking, you know, brutal. And like, well, and I, I think I, it's, I don't, it's I don't generational. Know it's, right? Yeah, I mean, like, like we fucked it up when, when we had the industrial revolution. We did this. We sent everybody to cities. Go to the cities, and we and we right. built these little suburbs and all these little communities, and everybody did it because that's where the jobs were, right? Yep. And there was no like telecommuting or or internet, you know, businesses, none of that shit, right? You got to be where the job is, right? And then that all failed. We in, introduced more like mass transit and shit. Everybody who could afford to get the fuck out of the cities did. Got out the fuck out, yep. And so now you were just it's mostly just poverty living. Yeah. Um, and then again, like like we were saying, it's generational. Then, well, I grew up in the inner city, and uh, so now I live there, like because I'm yeah. fucking stuck there. And I think that's the problem: is that we need to help people. I, I think, honestly, humans are not meant to live in the kinds of cities that we have today. They're no. they're too big. We're not good at managing them. We it's it's a fucking th- disaster, right? I think we I think we need a cultural revolution. I think we need to stop having tv and movies and books glorifying cities environments yeah Yeah. um stop running news stories stop all this stuff it it needs we need to you know what what it should be is when you think of a city you should think of dead children yeah and jobs 
Yeah. And museums. And homeless and place people. you visit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's places <clears throat> you visit, right? That's what it is. Um, but we need to be more spread out because the more people, the more they pile in people, yeah. the more you become just a number, right? The more well, dehumanized the, you become. The other thing is, you know, just like we were talking about with, you know, planes, trains, and helicopters. Yeah, that's, it's always, there's always a lot of people pointing at violence in the cities and it's laying, laying it at, you know, poverty and, and uh, white flight and all kinds of things and oh, yeah. et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. How about it's just the actual numbers, the raw Sometimes fucking it numbers. It's just the raw fucking like, numbers. If, yeah. if, if your, if your incident of being killed by someone is, you know, directly related to how many people you're around. Yeah. If it's one per people... thousand people in the next square mile, great. Uh, if you up those how many people there are in the square mile, it's more likely you die. Yeah. And that's, right? that's I think, the probably the, the other thing that we don't look at and think about when we talk about, you know, statistics and rates of this and rates of that and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So right. we, never, we never really, like, try and humanize that problem and we pay for it I mean, kids oh, yeah. are paying for it obviously oh definitely wow. and, and and we paid for it in the past when everyone was like everything's hunky-dory there aren't serial killers and there aren't child molesters and we were living in like this beautiful picket fence world where everything was safe and i, I mean before us like the 1950s or whatever when everyone was like yeah everybody's so oh, yeah nice. the population was also a lot i mean that's the thing too. i mean it's much right there. smaller <clears throat> it's right? a lot less so that was the people. beginning of this suburb shit right yeah um yeah no, I think you're spot on right. And again, I think we need to get back to a place where, again, I, I look at myself and, and every other male in our culture and I go, we're all murderers. We are all potential murderers and capable of horrible, violent, atrocious things. Um, it's just totally true. It's, it's in our DNA. This is what we had to do for millennia, right? And if you start from that point, right, you're a lot more careful, <laughs> right? Instead of being like, distrust everybody everybody's totally nice you're like no everyone's potentially a murderer now most of us are pretty good at keeping it under control all right but if you imagine that i don't know one percent of the population is fucking psychotic right and if you live in a town where there's only two thousand people that means there's two crazy fucks that you got to watch out for right if you live in a city where there's two million people great yeah. Like, it's just dads are just waving. Yeah. Right. And again, it's, I also look at it from the perspective of like a serial killer. If yeah. your goal is to like Ted Bundy shit up and not get yeah. caught, where should you go? Should you go to the village that has a hundred people? No. No, you're in a place that's a hundred million people. It, exactly. Because no yeah. one there is ever going to fucking suspect you. Um, you're just you know, one I just, person. I just, I just thought of something though. <clears throat> You were saying, you know, oh, look at the odds and all this other stuff. And it's like, it, it doesn't matter because people understand the odds in the lottery and they still pay, play the lottery too. So fuck it. We're all. You're, to you're totally right. Um, and, or maybe people just don't understand odds. Because I think Probably that's true not. too. I think a lot of people struggle with, with understanding odds. Because um, they want to be like, but I'll be the one. You know, like, I'm going to be the lucky one. Well, um, we've, we've, or this, we've spent, the dumb and dumber thing. You're telling me there's a chance, right? <laughs> we, we've spent our entire lives having that narrative shoved down our throat, though. Right. So you're not going to get murdered in Baltimore. You're going to be fine. Like, yeah. And you're like, but... Come and visit. The, 
the odds are bad. So especially if yep. you're a kid, probably stay the fuck out of there. Um, yeah, no, I think cities in, inevitably are are bad um, for us. And I'm and I'm talking about like modern cities here. Like maybe in the past, smaller cities were fine. And there's probably an optimal number. Um, like I was reading a child psychology book for one of the classes I'm taking. And it's, it was analyzing school systems. And it said the ideal school system, and I think, I think they're looking at like K through 12 here, but the ideal school system has like 600 to 900 students in it. And so if that's true, right, then that probably tells you something about the ideal size of your community, right? Yeah. And if, you're, if your community is bigger than that, it's, prob- it's probably either too big and fucked mm-hmm. up in some way or dangerous or whatever. And if it's too if much smaller than that, that's probably bad too. You probably don't have enough funding and enough economy and you're going to have struggles there. Um, so there is probably an optimal, an optimization of how many humans we should have in each community. Um, and I don't think we're there. I don't think our, our city planners didn't plan for that shit. They planned for endless growth because that's capitalism, right? And that's. Well, I don't fails. think anybody, I mean, I don't think anybody really figured that all the insane like one of the interesting things living so close to chicago is looking at the i don't know how i mean the the weird like echoing that happens every the cancerous growth well like so all the you'd richer people that lived in the city then they ran away yep oh yeah same thing with gary indiana right starts there right and then the developers ran all the poor people out and the rich people came back and then it just, it happens in waves over and over and over again. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's weird. That's, that's how we make the money. Gentrification, Jason. I, sure. Sure. You, why you buy, buy low, dude. Buy low. So this property is worth nothing now. Cool. I'm going to buy it all. Well, buy. the, fa- it's the fact that it's, well, the, the fact that the potential for, making money off it was so great that they actually moved people to another part of the state so they could knock down their row house or their uh, projects and build rich people apartments. I was so close to downtown, bro. I mean, think about the commute. Think about how much we could charge. Location, 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 Jason. That's what it's about with real estate. Yeah, it's fucked. It's fucked, right? Insanity. It is. It is. And um, and I'm sure, you know, Baltimore, D.C., I'm sure all those areas there, because that's all kind of lumped into the same sort of, you know, what's that word? It's not kaiju, like, but the metastasization of city, where they all kind of grow into each other. It's all kind of right in that same sort of area, right? Um, Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, sooner or later, it's all going to be mushed. Well, like, you, you ever look at, a, like, a space view, like, a satellite view of, like, the East Coast at night? Because mm-hmm. it's basically, like... Wall to wall. Yeah, it's, like, Connecticut down to, like, D.C. is just all lit up. Like, all yeah. along the coast there. Because it's, like, all of that is just this fucking massive metropolis that's kind of overgrown into each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is again, it's probably bad. Like it's probably bad to have that many humans in in, in one that, space. Yeah. So if you think we're doing it wrong, go check out China or India. Um, yeah, those fine. are 
Those are fan fantastic. Uh, Brazil. Brazil. Rio. Yeah, the, look at Rio. Rio. Yeah. Look, look at the the Fablas, the, the shanty uh -huh. towns. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. There you wrong. go. It's sad because uh, we, we say there's so much promise economically in these cities and then it seems like it's a lie. The right? cake is a lie. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it is right away, right? I um, mean, yet the, the lure, the appeal is there. And I get it. Whenever I was younger, that's what I wanted, right? And and now, I think whenever I was younger, I probably would have laughed at, at the idea of suburb, you know? And yet, I never yep. really lived in the city. Um, you know, I, I always drove everywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I mean, it's, suburb. It's, it's awesome. I had a great time. I think it's fun. It's but... expensive. You know, but yeah, but fuck no, not a not a place to start a family. No, definitely not. And so if you can't afford to get out, and I think that's that's the end end thing, right? Is that if you can afford to go and live there while you're young, but then get the fuck out, yeah, it's fine, right? But it's it's when you can't afford to leave that you get stuck in poverty. So again, I'm I'm always cautious about people who are like, well, just fucking leave. I'm like, yeah, it's not that easy. And like, right. yeah, I get it. Like I grew up in a place, I grew up in a town where I think my parents bought their first house for like 20 grand or something. Okay. Like I get it. Like that you think that it's easy to just leave, but it's not, it's not that easy to just leave. Um, because I, I think people growing up in the city, they see how expensive like a house is, how expensive everything is there. It's hard to get out. Um, it's hard. To well, it's also, that. it's also hard to imagine that any place else would have anything to offer to you when you know this is all you've ever known and right. it's it's more exciting and crazier than you know a bunch of fucking farm fields which is well, true it's true and then think about like the lack of owning a vehicle in the city like well you got the mass transit and everything's kind of right here you don't have to have a vehicle well yep. part of what allows us to move you know, when we live out in the farm fucking land is that we all got cars. You have yeah, to have true. something, right? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of my students who grew up, you know, in farming communities don't understand that about the city. I'm like, oh, no, my buddies who grew up in the city, they have fucking cars. Why would you have a car? Stupid. Like, yeah. um, you know, um, and so that, again, then you can't leave. Like, you, you don't have a way to escape that system. You can get on the subway or the L for like Chicago, you know, and you can go pretty Sooner much right later in the city. But yeah, you can't leave. You're stuck here. And you can get to the suburb, but you can't come back. Like, yeah. Um, you know, again, something I think we don't always think about because we didn't, no. didn't grow up in that scenario. It's like a fucking trap, actually. Kind of. It's like a fucking giant trap for people. Why would you buy a car? You can't afford one anyway. You're growing up in poverty in the inner city. And how do you get the <sighs> fuck out of here? You don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's actually even. I fucking hate cities even more now. You're welcome. I'm really glad I could bring you this joy. So let's <laughs> let's cover this. Um, so uplifting. See. Every I, time I hate, we meet. I hate Walmart and Texas. <laughs> I hate Kobe Bryant and fuck all the cities. And I hate bitches who keep jacking up the prices of their kids. It's not fair. There Set a go. price and stick to it. Everybody should get the opportunity to buy a little blonde child. If you really want one. I mean, Walmart should be selling those by now. Get on it, Walmart. There's clearly a demand they, for this product. They have they have a pet section. I don't think it should be that much of a... That should, you know, just get get a bigger plexiglass thing, you know. Just throw, <laughs> throw some wood chips in there. Oh, That'll be all right. Shit. 
satire, folks. All satire. Not half of what we're saying is just jokes. Um, no, it's fucking horrible. All of it's fucking horrible. Um, and yeah, I think I think cities have have become a. It's a real problem, and we need to get past it. Um, and I think we're starting to. I think we're starting to see an exodus from the from the city ideal. But the problem is, is that some of the people can't afford to to leave, can't yeah. afford to get out, or like you said, don't imagine that there is an escape. Um, imagine that right. everything's probably like that. Because why wouldn't you think that? I thought everything I mean, was like the small town I grew up in. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's a it has to start with a cultural change, right? Like because mm-hmm. that's the yep. other thing too is everybody in the city all they hear it's about is you know all the people in the country are redneck racist inbred right. hicks flyover it's flyover country flyover fuck country. those fuck yeah. those flyover country people they're all fucking redneck maga yeah. hat wearing douchebag fucks blah 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 yeah. blah yeah. and look okay. only half of us are only half of us are like that so it's fine come come visit also you know it's the, the, the irony is that even those shithole coasts still half so fuck oh, yeah. all fuck of course i just said that, and that's i mean that's but that's the thing is like then that's the other thing that gets rammed down your throat culturally hey, so it's oh, yeah. it, it's, hey, it's I, I know fuckers in new york who voted for trump quite so. quite literally impossible to imagine anything different all the movies tv shows everything just slam it at home slam it at home oh like right. here i guess a good example i worked with the guy and yeah. he was like do you ever think I come visit you? I'm like, yeah, why not? He's like, I don't know, man. You live out in the country. I'm like, and he's like, and? yeah, yeah, that's that's. I don't think they're gonna like me. And I'm like, why? I, I dude, yeah. we had some black kids that went to our high school. Really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, and everybody thought they were the coolest thing because they weren't like everybody else in the fucking school who yep. all grew up from the same place. It- who the all new kid lived? Who's not who, from here? Who everybody knew everybody since kindergarten. He's like, yep. really? I'm like, yeah, dude. It's huh? pretty fucking boring when everybody yeah. has the same fucking exact story. It's like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from town. Oh, cool. Yeah, corn. Woo. Right. <laughs> no, no doubt, dude. No he doubt. Said it didn't. It didn't matter that they were black because we had exchange students, and it was the same thing. You were an instant celebrity in that school. Yep. Because you're new. Didn't fucking matter. Oh, you're German. And he's like, oh man. I'm like, Japanese. yeah, dude. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, and I, that's what I said. I mean, it's, it's, you know, like, I told, I told him, maybe when I was like a little kid, you'd probably get some of that shit, and you'd probably still find some shit bags. Yeah. But like now, that shit's dude, all done. But like you said, dude, there are racist people fucking everywhere, right? Yeah. But most of but them the, are going to keep the other, their shit to themselves. But here's the other crazy thing, like. And like, I, it really is the cultural change because that's the thing. Is. is like being out in the it suburbs, is. we've been beat over the head culturally that don't be a racist, don't be bigoted, don't be yeah. small-minded, don't be a country seed, hayseed type of shit. Hayseed, yeah. So yeah. should I mean, shouldn't it be the same way for the people in the city? Shouldn't they be getting beat around the ears about that kind of shit too? No, Stop telling me how much you love New York. Shut up. It's it's not, you know, the country is the countryside is not full of you know inbred people looking to burn you at the stake. Nope. I mean, I'm sure you could find that, but... Well, if you want to go to Texas. Only, um, in, the Appala- so... only in the Appalachians. <laughs> Appalachians. No. Um, no. And hey, man, a, a lot of the towns, like, I get it. A lot of the towns that I grew up in or that I live live near when I was growing up are su- were sundown towns, like, not that long ago, right? So I get it. But, again, we're talking generations back, folks. Like, and it doesn't heal right away. It doesn't go away right away. But there's plenty of black people who live in the town that I grew up in, you know. Yeah. But it's still hard. It's still a hard thing to escape. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, think it's man, hard to like, find I that think, middle ground, right? I like it's funny. Like I never really thought about it, but you were like actually one hundred percent correct. It is literally impossible to get out. How do you get out? Yeah, just that's just the aside from like riding the train to the very end and then walking away. Well, and that's a possibility. I bet you get picked up. Like I bet the cops come in and are like, "What the fuck you doing?" Um, you know, we got to take you right back to where you belong in the city, so you can get chewed well, up and spit out. Right. Well, especially if you're a kid. So if you're a kid, like trying to escape Baltimore, how? How do you escape Baltimore? Right. Um, I, I bet it's not easy. Right? Um, and again, I think that's that's one of the big differences from growing up in in the country or in a suburb that that we need to think about. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of a privilege. Um, so oh, made sure. it easier. Yeah. But I don't know. The whole thing about property values and shit blows my mind anyway. Think about what the Native Americans would say to us about that shit. Like, number one, you're, you're like, owning land. Number two, this land over here is special because it's closer to this other thing that you also built. Why? Like, they'd be like, you're insane. Is it closer to water that you can drink? And we'd be like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't worry about that. We just reverse the flow of rivers. Like, right? Yeah, we're just Chicago. We're like, we'll build a fucking canal. Fuck it. Like, we'll make it happen. Because, like, no. It's yeah, it's crazy. The whole concept is fucking insane. And then it ends up screwing over, you know, people who don't know how to play the game. Or don't have the assets to play the game in the first place. Um, true, which is true, too true. many of us. Too fucking many of us. And and so, my my luck was that I was born white and, and in a small town. Versus if I was born, you know, Latino and in the inner city. Who knows? I fucked. Um... All right. I don't know, man. You got any closing uplifting. thoughts for this depressing uh, pile of shit we just did? This really uplifting episode. Um, don't fly in helicopters. Don't fly in helicopters. This should be the number one takeaway. Jason, I'm feeling really uplifted because of that four-foot <laughs> statue that Medina I I, did, I looked I looked on the picture of it again, and I, I feel like I've healed a little. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll leave you with that healing message, folks. <laughs> Go check out the statue to Kobe Bryant and his child, Gigi. And yes, that was affectionately her nickname. Because strippers? I don't know. That's wow. not sure. <laughs> wow. And have a good night, folks. We'll see you all <laughs> next time.